Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and it's that time of year. It's time to check in with Elsie because he is our top five, bottom five guy. How's that? Should I redo it? I thought I was. Let's I do it. I thought you were the bottom in the relationship. You're top and bottom. Oh, really? I'm getting it from both sides? Yeah. So basically, I'm fucking myself. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, if if you look like a human centipede, that means I'm second. You're, oh. you're, you're first and oh. third somehow. I don't know. Okay, so I'm in the mix. You went sex. I went human centipede. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, either way, we're not. you're just putting me in the middle. All right. Okay. Well, that's actually pretty good. Let's just keep that. Yeah, but that's a great <laughs> intro. What do you think? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays. You are wearing the, 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 the satanic shirt just in time for the for uh for Jesus to Yeah, I'm going to, to a Christmas to party right after this. Oh, so I got right? Right? <laughs> It's the work holiday party. It's it's the, the uh the kind of party just like um what is it? The fixer in Pulp Fiction has the tuxedo at nine AM. Yeah, got, yeah, the, got, the wolf. The wolf, yes. Yeah. He's got the uh, the Satan shirt on, 9 a.m. Nice. But, uh, yeah, man, so let's get down to some business. We've got a lot of music to go through. 2023, another another uh, more, on my end, more proof that rock is not dead. And I got to say, a lot of heavy hitters out there releasing new music. Let's call them, um, what is it, what, what term are we agreeing on for the... Uh, Heritage timers, big timers. You're talking like your your Metallicas, your Megadeth sure. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Legacies, legacy acts. Yeah, releasing some music in the world. Stones. But uh, yeah, so this episode is going to be a combination of let's say total swing and a miss, or ones that were maybe strong and didn't make our top five, but had some some great music, things like that. So um, yeah, so this year we're, we'll we'll switch it up a little bit. Because of the fact that I think that we had a lot of uh, big name acts release music, and we haven't had a chance to talk about uh, a lot of these, so I'll just hit the biggest one on the list right now, and that is the Stones at age eighty, probably. Yeah, I don't know. At least one of them's eighty. At least one of them's eighty. Released um, Hackney Diamonds into the world. Kind of. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't remember. I mean, I'm a Stones guy, but I don't remember any kind of hint. That there was going to be any music, it was kind of a they kept it under wraps pretty well, right? Was yeah, it kind I of agree. a surprise when they announced, "Hey, in there the might month, have gonna... been." I, I vaguely recall something like in twenty twenty one, like right around the time Charlie died, that they were recording something. Um, but I, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I thought it, for the most part it was kept under wraps. Uh, um, something, uh, a move they stole from Beyonce, who's just a brilliant artist. So <laughs> once again, credit to Beyonce. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll put that down once. One credit to Beyonce. And, yeah, I mean, 18 years after Bigger Bang, and uh, I guess this album they recorded, uh, you know, they they maybe recorded one song every every year and a half <laughs> since then. But yeah. anyway, your your opinion um, on it, you know. Uh, it was okay. Um, I, I like it, I guess, for the most part. I can put it on. You know, I'll, I'm going to be um, bottling up the this year's Christmas hot sauce later today. There's a chance that might make the playlist. It's a perfect thing to have in the background with football on the TV. And, uh, gotcha. Um, trying to knock that out before 3 o'clock when the Vikings destroy the Raiders. Okay. Um, but I like it. No, um, uh, the production's a little too modern and flat for me. Um, it... Uh, and also, I, I could have used... I was optimistic that Charlie was on more than two songs. So uh, when I found yep. out that, that kind of tainted it a little bit, I have to admit. But sure. 
overall, you know, I think it sounds good. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Uh, the, the songs are pretty good. And, you know, they, they still like they still got some life in them. So, yeah, whatever. It, uh, you know, maybe I'll ask this at the end. No, I'm just going to do it now. This kind of applies to everything because we're going to get into some of these bigger acts. Do you, what, what do you think it is? I mean, I have my own theory, but like, like even when Ozzy releases a great record, it doesn't have Crazy Train. You know, uh, Metallica isn't going to release another record that has Master of Puppets or, uh, you know, what you, <laughs> Enter Sandman, something like that. You know, something sure. that, like the moment you hear it, you go, this is in the set list forever. Um, and I just I, I think too, as you get older, you get more comfortable, more successful. It is more difficult to, to capture that lightning in a bottle. I do believe the struggle is part of it. But and also, I don't think Metallica is going to spend nine months with Bob Rock in a studio anymore. Right. Um, those kind of all these different aspects factor into it. But God, you just think, you know, because I really like the last Stones record, too. And but there isn't really any tracks on there that like, you know, there's no brown sugar. There's I mean, right. when was the last what was their last one? It was probably Start Me Up. I guess. I mean, people always go back to the best since Tattoo You. Um I know what I'm, you're I'm saying. I'm talking just that one song. What's that one song that they wrote? I think Start Me Up was the last one that once that came out, it's going to be in everything. It's you sure. Know. Yeah. Are you asking what is it? That, I kind of why, why you can't do it again? Or, yeah. I or? mean, I, I, I mean, theoretically, it's possible. Sure. It's just notes and performance. Mm-hmm. It just never does. You know what I mean? All these bands, their their most iconic hits are going to be. 20 years ago at, at the most recent, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, the only exception I would say is when you have, you put out, like, a Say Yeah for Kiss. I mean, as soon as, soon as I heard that, right. I knew that yeah. was going to be in the set list forever. And, well, I guess, now that since we're going down that road, I forgot about modern-day Delilah. Plod mm-hmm. that fucker in every night, yeah. Exactly, yeah. right, yeah. But besides that, I, yeah, it's it's. I, I think every band has maybe two solid albums and. In them, and of of those solid albums, that's going to be the ones that you never redo, Master of Puppets, and, and things like that. You know, I'm talking about like two amazing albums, right? Yeah, so more I mean, than solid, I'd, I'd say like I would use solid to describe like this. Metallica's last record. Sure, Master of Puppets is a timeless classic. Right? Yeah. Okay. Two. I think you just have you have one appetite for destruction in you, or or, or in maybe a second. I just want one of these bands to just come out with one fucking just raging tune and. Something that that I'm automatically hitting repeat, you know. So, yep. Young bands still do it, you know what I mean. I, I get that feeling with some of the the newer artists. But yeah, anyway. and I think and, and I think I, I've heard nothing but like through the, uh, you know, this is the best thing since Tattoo You. I can't stand it when I hear that. I think that they put out some solid music, but I think this is half a good album. I think it falls apart. Okay. Second, second, same thing. But, but I do think the cool thing about it is, is the fact that I guess sometimes also you kind of lower your standards when you have somebody coming out like this is pretty good for this stage in their career. And I, I, I try is, to avoid doing that. Yeah, I think you and I had a little. Well, you and I don't. You brought that up in um, the gamer lane with Ace Frehley's latest track. Yeah, I suppose if you consider the guys an incompetent boob who can fucking barely <laughs> get on stage, this is pretty good. <laughs> But, Good point. Yeah, so that's kind of like you know, oh, nice slick production. That and then, and we're starting to get into that phase now where we, when something doesn't sound like a complete train wreck, when it sounds like everything else, we go, wow, that's really well produced. I look at production a little differently, but there are look, there are like those Eddie 
creamer kind of guys that are technicians, and then you got your Bob Ezrin kind of guys, just to use a Kiss example. Sure. Where they get more into the shape and sound of the 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 songs, the arrangements, and and this everything. I'm I'm more of that kind of producer. If I'm going to say great production, but uh, good job pushing knobs and making sure it's balanced right. You know, I don't know. Let's let's it's since we're on there, we're, we're just just hire uh, what's the guy, the Brendan O'Brien, right? Yeah, he is he's amazing. Uh, but but on this, we got to give props. I have to give props to Andrew Watt. This kid was in high school when they put out <laughs> Bigger Bang. How? What is the con- music industry connection for this guy working with Ozzy? And stones his next his his, his next uh, connection. Pearl Jam he to, too. He's good. He did the next Pearl Jam record. You're kidding me. No. Nope. Wow. Okay. So I just yeah, want to know his the background. Producer right now, and you know, there's there's a good sign there because I think we can all look at examples of producers we loved growing up that their later work really didn't. Like they just don't have that that investment anymore. It's difficult right. to to dig in at fifty. Um, so it's nice to see a young kid come out and, and kind of get this production. For some reason, he irritates me. It probably always goes back to just that stupid "I got to be Randy Rhodes" comment he made, where he had some of the look. It's 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 fine. It's not like you need to re-record these things, but nobody's listening to these guitar solos and going, "That was memorable." The ones he did on uh, uh, not Patient Number Nine, the right? One but I, but I think as a producer, he actually listens because he did the exact opposite. The next album, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think he's actually every, doing a pretty good job every single, wise, but every and, single overall. amazing guitarist. Sorry, but he but, has that kind of flat sound to everything he does. You know what I mean? Um, I can hear, I can see that too. So, yeah, a little and too that slick. seems to me it's more of a modern production thing. So, it maybe it's an old guy deal, but I like a little more airiness and 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 things kind of spilled out. Doesn't everything doesn't have to be right across the board? And I don't know. So yeah. But also, he does seem to at least, I, I seem to enjoy the rock records that he's a part of. How about that? Right. In the hard rock zone this year, we had uh, three, one, well, I guess they're all basically even heavy hitters, but um, we'll hit uh, Alice Cooper, Extreme, and Dokken. I'm just throwing those three out there. (laughs) I think one heavy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I, I think, I th- I think you right. said it right, though. You said for our ilk. Yeah, that yeah. probably counts. I think extreme and can count. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So what do you want? Uh, you wanted to take one of those first? We kind of, we kind of have, have uh, showed our hand a little bit on, on some of these so far. Yeah, we've talked but. about all three of these. Um, the Alice Cooper one, I don't really have anything new to say on it. Um, again, it was actually I would that one fell under my list of ones that I was actually disappointed with. Yep. Um, I I didn't really hate anything, but there was nothing on there. Um, and I don't know. I'm okay. sorry. I just I, I really didn't yeah. come prepared. I I have Alice Cooper down as as a disappointment, but there's nothing on there I want to play that we haven't. <laughs> so you can do that. Yeah, man. I mean, how about this? The, the you know we started this uh, podcast. By the way, I mean, I I'm a guy that uh, you know I, I I can't think of too many things I've done for the length of time I've done this this show. So hats off to 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 both of us for for dealing with each other for as long as we have. We're coming up on nine years, and in that nine yeah. years, in that nine years, Alice Cooper has released. Three albums, four paranormal. So you had paranormal, we had Detroit, and we had this one. There might be a a fourth that I'm 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 missing. But of of those, none of have made ever made our top five. And he's one of my top no. five artists personally. Sure. So yeah, nothing, of, no disrespect to Alice, but I mean yeah. it's really good for a seventy year old Christian. So. <laughs> Let's keep doing that. Let's just have our, our we just have yeah. our scale of age. Oh, but uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, again, what like I think you summed it up with where everything has to be a concept, and how can you be, do a concept about being on the road? That's probably the lowest common denominator about how you can do a concept, right? Yeah, really. Yeah, it's up all night, <laughs> not a lot of sleep, <laughs> one town to the next, don't know where you're at. Yeah, cliche, cliche, cliche. Yeah, playing golf. I said, there's no track about playing golf. It's like he watched the uh, "I Wanted Dead or Alive" music video and wrote a concept album based on what he saw. So. Yeah, pretty much. What about Extreme? You know, I still haven't listened to this record all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy of mine said it wasn't very good, so I haven't really been uh, all that fired up. I do love that solo on that one song that got all the attention right out of the gate. That was pretty cool, and I enjoyed <laughs> Nuno blowing out his knee in a fan. Celebrity pickup basketball game on a cruise. That's awesome. Yeah. I think a bonus track would have been his scream. Yeah. There we go. But Dokken. So if you put Dokken in, in Extreme in a cage match, who wins? As far as these two records, I have yeah. the, Doc, the Dokken one easily. There, that's um, all you need to know. Uh, Dokken, I will actually, you know, for a guy that I don't was thinking can't sing anymore, not too bad. <laughs> Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's not great. I actually, I think the guitar playing on it is very reminiscent of classic doc. And I really enjoyed that for some reason, but, uh, yeah, heaven comes down was the name of that one. Extreme was extreme six. We should probably mention those things. What's um, the lawyers also good guitar playing for a lawyer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's very good for a lawyer. Uh, if your guitar player is also your lawyer. So. What's his name again? Uh, oh shit. You interviewed the guy. <laughs> I know. Right. No, he's a fucking uh, pretty cool guy. Hold on one second here. Uh, I had it. Oh, there we go. Um, I, I wanted to say John Levin, but that was the guy that was in there before him. So, Oh, what is John Levin. No, you're right. Yeah. No, I had it right. Okay. okay. I should have just went with it. Should have gone with John it. Levin. Sorry, Look John. You. You're on a, Jesus. You're on a episode of Jeopardy. You're... I don't trust any John that spells his name J-O-N. Put an H in there like a real man. That is true. And then call yourself Jack for some re- weird reason. Hmm. 
Did you have to refer to him as Jack during that? Interview? No, I'm thinking of Jack Kennedy. And I always thought that was stupid. I was like, "What? The, what the, how do you get Jack out of John, which is short for Jonathan?" Yeah. All I know is that uh, you're no Jack Kennedy. <laughs> what other podcast has interviewed both the guitarists from Docking within 30 days? I think that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Fucking print a banner. Let's start hanging this shit. I know. Different. Giving ourselves awards, <laughs> just random awards for things. Doing a whole bit on uh, Eddie Trunk and the interviewing him two weeks later. Same <laughs> and, with uh, and Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate. Those are back to back. Hmm. These Cobras and Fire guys, they're pretty funny. I think I'm going to get a glass of wine and talk to them in a limo. Fucking twisted sister. (laughs) For God's sakes. Know, one near and dear to your heart uh, more than mine, um, but Foo Fighters, your thoughts? You know, it's been a grower for me. Initially, I was a little disappointed because I felt like the overtone of like, you know, it was just like, hey, guys, my drummer died. Here's a song. Hey, guys, my drummer died. Here's a song. But I liked a couple of the songs a little bit, but like I, I've listened to it a few times since, and each time I like it a little bit more. Also, I've learned more that that was... It was not just his uh, Taylor dying, but it, his mom passed away sometime during that same period, and right. and it was intentional. He said this was kind of a way to kind of grieve. And then I, when I I just looked at it from more from that that perspective, like if that was me and I was writing this, and then suddenly maybe I was a little more connected to it. But yeah, uh, I, it's definitely one that uh, has moved up the ranks. 
It's in the league of my top five albums for the year. I'll, that's all I'll say for right now. Okay. Because um, I have some you know near misses as well. And I'll explain that more when we get to the top five list. But yeah, I, I think it's it, it's definitely better than I gave it. I would, I would definitely get a score it higher than I did when it first came out. And I'm glad you gave me a chance to reassess and re-review that record. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is your second. Re- all right. By the way, did anybody, if anybody didn't know, uh, my number one album was uh God, what was that thing called patient number nine mm-hmm. um ozzy osbourne for last year it was a grower too for me you want me to review it again why not my current number four <laughs> my current favorite track <laughs> and then the biggest one out there and i'm trying to think did metallica announce it seems long longer ago but did metallica announce their m72 tour this year or was it last year i swear it was 22 so do I. Yeah, because um, it was like two years before they were coming to Minnesota. Uh, and they started releasing singles for M72 in 22, if I recall right. That's where I think so, too. So I, th- I think it was all tied together. Has anybody done an exact tour like that where it's two dates, all different songs and massive stadiums? I'm going to say no, but at least yeah, it's I don't, Well, I mean, <laughs> the Grateful Dead, those jam bands mix their well, fit. The Fish, they, yeah. they mix it up. I know what you're saying, though, where they're like talking about the two basically nights. a residency, a two-night residency in a city, yeah. and each night's a different night and different lineup, that kind of deal. I'm, I'll tell you, though, I'm getting fucked on all these. That's that's a new trend I want to see go away. Um, I just saw another tour now. It's not one that I was interested in, but that's when it dawned on me. Yes, yeah, fucking Def Leppard and Journey are coming to, to town. First of all, if you're playing that, like even the Foo Fighters are coming and they have three opening bands and they change which the openers are. Now, it's the same kind of group of openers, but one night it's these three and another night it's these three. And I always get the fucking one I don't want. I think we're getting L7 here. I'd rather have Mammoth. But yeah, but and same with Metallica. I guarantee if I decide to go to one of the nights, I want to see the one with Pantera. But isn't is Pantera and Mammoth on the same night? I think they are actually, but that'll be the night they don't play Master of Puppets or something. Something will fuck me, but okay. but yeah, even like Journey and Def Leppard. Well, you're either gonna get Heart or Steve Miller. Oh man, that one was really bad at first. I thought it was all five from the video I saw, and then I saw that it was just the Journey and Def Leppard and whoever yeah. the fuck they give you. It's cheap trick for me. So I, but I, you know, but I any band that puts on a show over two hours, which you know the Foo Fighters are gonna do and Metallica will do. I only need one opener. I'm sorry. Right, I it right. is you're not giving me more value. You're you're actually just fucking making me commit more of my life to this or or I have to have some dumb argument with my wife why I don't want to be there to see these two opening bands. Yeah, I think it was March or April when when 72 seasons came out. Has it grown with you at all? I'm kind of the same still. It's like three or four songs. I really love this the title track. I think that one actually, you know what? That's the first for Metallica, that's the first one that I would like to have that added to their set, like, and just stay. I, I really lo- I love that track.
I think there's individual tracks that people might be gravitated to. I'm talking those songs that basically nobody can argue with. There's probably people out there that fucking Got hate it. that song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a higher opinion of that record when it came out than you did, and I still do. Uh, I like it. Okay. I think it's yeah. their it's their best thing since um, Tattoo <laughs> You. <laughs> there we go. Have you got the tickets for that Metallica show yet? No, no, I, I'm not sure I'm going or not. That's going to be something probably I decide the week of, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, you might want more planning. I am still planning on, unless they announce a Denver date, to come out there, stay in your studio in the basement. Mm. And, uh, you know, because I'm turning 50, I'm doing a bunch of shit next year. I just might go see a Metallica show. There you go. I did, since you mentioned Tattoo You, for the first time, I bought tickets for the Stone Show coming here to Denver. Cool. I don't think they're so. coming here. God. No? For some reason, I thought... I mean, they've they, they played here plenty of times, and I've seen the Stones, and I don't know that I need to see them right now, but uh, but good for you. Um, By the way, congratulations. You're the first person that didn't ask the most annoying question next. Um, <laughs> How much did you pay for them? Oh, <laughs> I What the fuck is it your business in any way... I, I got them. I actually got in line. It was actually one of those auctions on Ticketmaster that worked. Okay. You got in line and you actually got your tickets without paying a scalper. So fair enough. Anyway. Yeah, I was just looking at tickets for another show here. Actually, uh, two shows. The new Sebastian Bach song got me inspired to buy tickets to his show here in February. Nice. And they're already in resale at like a hundred and verified resale <laughs> at one hundred and forty-five dollars for to start with. So those are some of the worst seats. Not that big of a place. It'd probably be okay, but I'm like, I swear when I looked at this, I could have snapped these up for about fifty five bucks. I yeah. just uh, so I was I was surprised it moved as well as it did. Uh, the other one was wifey wants to go see Godsmack is doing like this semi acoustic tour. Okay, and so I looked at tickets on that, and it's at a local casino that uh, it's where I saw Smash Mouth and Uncle Cracker. So not the greatest venue to see him at. Uh, it, this kind of setting, maybe it's better if it's more low key. But that too, all only verified resale tickets, and it, they're just ridiculously priced. I don't want to give anybody a fucking kick on top of what I'm already paying on a ticket. I think I'm drawing a line no. at verified resale, and and I think until people are willing to make take that stand, just miss a show, man. It's going to be okay. FOMO. But yeah, so. I hear you. That's How much cool. were the Stones tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. God damn it. I don't care. The tickets are expensive. I think the reason yeah. I don't ask because they're all fucking too expensive, no matter who you see. So I know. I, 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 what I had, level I of gouging did you get hit? Who cares? Right. I had a choice between them being the 500 level, which was Ed Sheeran land, all the way up there at the top, or I could be on the field general admission. I like to move around. Yeah. And I paid the premium, but I said, fuck it, seeing the Stones once, I'm on the field, I'm getting down there. Not up close, but on the field. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Is it at the, anyway. the Bronco Stadium? Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I've seen, the ba- they do it on baseball fields, which I kind of hate, because they basically that big chunk of where the infield is just like, you can't. So it's just like this big empty area. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I, I plan on getting up to the uh, the fifty yard line. Okay. What do you think? Good football reference. That's I, that was a football reference. Nice. All right. Skull. Any other big ones? Skid Row. The biggest ones. I think Skid, Skid Row it. trumps both Extreme and Dokken. If you want to talk. Last year. What's that? Was Gangs that all here was no. I just bought that like September. Oh, you're counting that for this year, though? Okay. 
No, it, it just, am I wrong? Yeah. All right, hold on a second. It's 2022. All right, we're going we're gonna to go it's to okay. the internet. Because you even said, like, you listened to it again, and you said, like, yeah, it's not as bad as I thought. Just well, time is going a lot faster than it used to. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, motherfucker. October 4th, not even close. <laughs> you revisited it. Uh, yeah, That's maybe they you. just threw me off because of that. And again, Sebastian just dropped that uh, track. Right. So, so maybe uh, that's kind of hitting me. So sorry, listeners. Uh, sorry, Elsie. But yeah, that album sucked. Yeah, but that that Sebastian song, I think is game as fuck. And then I went and saw that he it's uh, co-written with Slash and um, your boy, Miles Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe he's that's- a good songwriter. I don't know. The chorus is a little weak, but uh, yeah. man, that thing when it kicks up, you know, and, and, and for me... It, I, what helped me grab me was that uh, it reminds you right away that there is a subtle difference between guys like uh, the Eric Gronwald, who does a great job, but mm-hmm. he's not quite there. That little vibrato that uh, Sebastian brings in there, uh, man, it's just like, look, and, and look, it probably he probably has to warm up a little more, probably can't do that, you know, 15 songs in a row. You know what I mean? I see him live. It seems decent, but not like that level. Right, right. But... I got to tell you, just hearing that voice is it, it, I'm sure the guy's a complete train wreck and nobody wants to work with him. Uh, but God, he can deliver a, a good song when it's written well. Yeah, um, I, I appreciate your comment about a a Sebastian off with uh, um, what's his nuts, uh, Craig Gas. But uh, Craig Gas, very talented Craig Gas, does a lot of great impressions. Uh, mm-hmm. My Bach is better. I agree. Oh my it- god! 
<laughs> See, right there. That's all you need. It's that, it's that, you know what it is between you? It's that vibrato. Craig Gass is the Eric Gronwall of, of oh, Sebastian Pot. Of Sebastian Mocking Person. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Well, that's you went into the matrix there. I think <laughs> I did. <laughs> but yeah, that video is fun, ridiculous, yeah. and uh, and man, yeah. When you hear that, when, when Sebastian hits it right, you, basically what he's doing, he's singing a song that even Slash and the conspirators gave away. That's what that song is. Yeah, okay. If it's Slash and Miles Kennedy, that's a somehow an out- outtake I think is what he grabbed but who cares he fucking sells it is my point I think it's a that's good what, song I don't know I, again I, I might be just I, I like to let things settle a little bit to see if I'm like just I'm super pumped because emotionally it hit me right um, because you know sometimes you know uh, we'll talk more about the Blink 182 when we get to the next episode but that first song they released off that record Edging the very first time I hit it I was like oh man that clicked everything I wanted and then the second time I heard it I'm like they sat down and wrote a song that would click everything a Blink-182 fan would want, and then it right. just it really it lost its, its, its edge to me. <laughs> edging. So, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Edging? Is that what you just said? Yep. That song is called Edging. Uh, <laughs> it is? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's one thing. I, I watched one of their, uh, I think it might have been Coachella. Uh, mm-hmm. They still do a lot of the... The dick joke stuff, and I don't know that it, I don't think it comes off quite as good as it used to. Doesn't work for us. I, I'm just saying more from the yeah. I guess what I, I'm being a major hypocrite here. The way we talk on this show, I fuck know, off, fuck off, Baco. Time to move on. All right, what else we got here, Elsie? What if I were to arrange a meeting between you and Craig Gas to do another interview, and then you guys get ready to go, and we pit you guys against? If each I other. knew it was coming and I could script what I was going to say, I'm in. I think he's probably God. a more trained professional that can do his impersonations oh, yeah. off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could set up some Sebastianisms and I could just. <laughs> like I said, I need to I need to warm into it a little bit. Oh my about- God, I'd be on for that, no problem, man. I would I would shit all over Craig, man. I'm gonna rock his face off. How about this? I need you to be Sebastian. Telling Craig what he has to do for his silly video, and that is he has to dress into a clown suit, and he has to also put on a Gene Simmons outfit. Go ahead, tell him. Oh, you you're, want me you're to selling. Oh. oh yeah, I want you right now to sell the concept. Hey Craig, I got a great idea. <laughs> Craig, here's what you got. <laughs> All right, Craig, here's what you got to do. You got to get yourself a Gene Simmons mask and a clown suit. Meet me in the desert, twelve forty-five. Rock. That last that rock I didn't hit, so. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Do it one more time. I'll fix it. No, no I'm good. No, do the right. rock part. I think we can do that. No, let's just leave, okay. leave it as it is, man. You know, so. Yeah, leave it as it is. Okay. See? No edits, people. It's all live. Before we get to Swing and Misses, um, was there any bands that kind of like in the past you've had uh, things like, oh, Hellbot or something that you just discovered this year? New band, new album, something you hadn't known about. I have like one or two of those. Do you have any of those? Mm, no, not really. Not off the top of my head. Nothing that clicked like Hellbot did or I yeah. think Piston the year before. But I got into Piston right about the time they broke up. <laughs> right. So, that was a good time, right? Yeah. So nothing like that. Now a little dis- disappointing on that end now that you bring it up and highlight it. But yeah. Cool. Um, I'll just mention Fozzie. Two. <laughs> yeah, Fozzie. I got really deep into Fozzie <laughs> this year. <laughs> I think that 
How would you like to meet somebody that's into Fozzie and Night Ranger? Both of those. They're just those two. Man. So one one is a, a band that probably would drive you crazy because it's an instr- instrumental band. But for whatever reason, why would people, that drive me? You're more the got to have three minutes. Got to like I'm. What do you mean? Okay. I, I, am I on the record somewhere saying I can't stand an instrumental? I know you are. Uh, I think. Well, I kind of thought we we're both on the the same zone as that. We're a uh, like, good instrumental. I don't think good, they, good song. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, I've just never even been into like Saturani, like uh, surfing with the alien or anything like that. But but there's this band out of Chicago. Of course, they're out of Chicago because they're called Russian Circles. That makes sense. It's just this three-piece band, and they put out just crushing, like, 40-minute, just instrumental rock albums. And, and it's, it's been my go-to this year, like when I'm doing a lot of uh, computer work and just doing stuff I need to go into zone and not be brought out of it. Cool. But uh, I highly recommend people just check it out, Russian Circles. Uh, the other one— Maybe that'll be my that, hot sauce soundtrack. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, just put it on. I'll, I'll check I'll, out Russian Circles, baby. Yeah, Russian Circles. The other one is, I don't even know what, what I would uh, say their genre is. Somewhere between thrash and power metal or something like that, but it's called Spirits Adrift. And uh, they have a song that I'm going to drop here called Barn Burner. <laughs>
But those are really the only two. And the other one is kind of, that's kind of a discovered last year that I definitely want to combine. Like if I come out and see Metallica, I also want to catch a show from Uncle Daddy. <laughs> because they are always played in your, your zone. And they put out an album called, I think, uh, Tongue in Cheek. This year, too, is an EP. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. But, uh, but uh, I do enjoy those guys. I think I can see Jesus Chrysler and Uncle Daddy being a great <coughs> pairing uh, one night. Might have some uh, new Chrysler music in 24. What? Mm -hmm. Please. This is breaking news. You told me you didn't have any breaking news. People, hold back. What's the lineup? The three of us and the the, the, the drummer that played on Rockin' in the Free World. Yeah, we just recorded the drum track uh, this weekend. Um, so now it's a matter of trying to schedule the three of us to get into the, a room together to hammer out the rest of the, the recording. But anyway. Are you going album or no? EP just one song. Single? This is actually oh, one song. Shores, uh, he moved up to Brainerd about a year ago and opened a food truck. Um, so he's kind of just living up there doing that. So it, Brainerd, for those who aren't from Minnesota, which is probably a lot of people, about a three-hour drive from where Trouble and I are at. And uh, oh, so just trying to get that organized. But he got a fired up his ass, started hitting us like, "Let's do a song. Let's just get together and record something." And so this is all driven by him from the song selection to it's a cover. I'll, I'll tell you that much, but. Uh, Let's hope it actually happens because, but I'm pretty, I felt confident enough to say something now because we actually got something recorded. It, we've been talking about this, I kid you not, for, since about the beginning of summer. So Nice. Anyway. All right. You know, you can just record your individual tracks and email them to each other. Yeah, it sounds like Shores wants to get together with the boys. Actually, I thought that's how we were going to end up doing it, to be honest with you. Uh, like, oh. But uh, no, he wants to come down, you know, not... It's a long story. I won't get into it, but it'd be good to get just the three of us back together in a room and, you know, tip a few beers and just have a good time and play some music. So, hell yeah, man. I just, I was trying to light you up. Say, so like, fuck that, man. That's not how you make music, emailing tracks. Swing and misses. All right. You know, I don't know if this counts as one. Can I hit, hit kind of a weird one off the bat? Yeah. I haven't checked out anything but one song, and I'm not sure it really fits with. Our kind of, like, at least the list we're putting together, let's put it that way. But I, th I think it's rock. I think it's at least rock. It's a band called Dury. Have you ever heard of them? Say it again. Dury? D-U-R-R-Y. No. They have to have a Minnesota connection because the guy in the video is wearing, like, a, a Bemidji t-shirt at one point in a Burnsville Blaze, which is uh, the high school in, you know, in Burnsville. Their mascot. So they're, I don't know what it is, though, but it, the, this is not a, a local band in, so much. It's, you know national act whatever they have a new song called who's laughing now that i really enjoy so i don't know if it counts as a miss because i just kind of stumbled into it i don't know if i'm gonna it's one of those songs though it's like this is a nice song i'm going to hate the rest of the record so i it just has that vibe to oh, it so this is one of those ones that yeah. we talked about okay it's like a guy and his girl like almost like their brother and sister i don't know does I, the girl play drums i you know maybe she's the meg white the the video kind of just shows them running around their yard trying to be rock stars so, <laughs> okay. Like, Are we dropping that here? Yeah, yeah. if you want, go ahead, okay. throw it in there. Maybe, maybe it'll be fun. My mama always said I would regret it if I ever got a tattoo. She said I'd never get a job like I ever wanted one with that
Church. All right. Well, Gloria Sun's uh, new record. God, I almost didn't want to put this here because I do like it better than their last album. But uh, they, their new record, Glory. Um, look, I'm just I'm kind of resigned to the fact that they're going to go in a direction that really wasn't what, what I wanted from them, which is, you know, they're they're right. Whatever. Uh, I, I think the hard rock version of anything they do or even like good, solid pop rock is probably this is, they're going to go more of a singer songwriter with a, a pop edge to it kind of thing. So good for them. I'll, I'll enjoy a song here and there. I'll, I'll, I'll follow. I'll, I'll keep up and make sure I hear everything. But yeah, it just seems like, you know, the, the, the days of me gushing and having boners over these guys might be over. I'll probably still check them out live when it's convenient, but I, I don't know that it's a must see show at this point. I've seen them. 10 times. I'm almost seen him as much as Kiss. So <laughs> is that true? Well, it's got amazing. Be. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I saw him like six times in one year at one point, but um, I don't know the actual count. Uh, I, I, I removed the Glorious Sons app from my phone, which kept track of that for me. So, <laughs> okay. Did, there is actually an app for them. Yeah, just yeah to, it's like it's just a, it's like a yeah. And it's like check in and drink your beer or whatever. You can put down I, what records you things. got. You can tell huh. put in what shows you went to. They also uh, send you notifications through it for exclusive merch, which for them is pretty cool because it's a lot of vinyl stuff um, that is almost always sold out the moment I hear about it. But uh, so I, I think I'm hearing about late. Another one, Rock City Machine Company. Um, I was looking forward to this. I don't know. Again, maybe a smaller time band. But, you know, we have kind of a personal connection with them with because they're so involved with, uh, you know, the, the Rock and Pod. They've been the backup band for Gene and, and Ace. Uh, you know, I, th- I think we both heard about them through Decibel Geek, you know, with, with the Nashville residency. They're a very talented band. Ryan Cook is one of the most likable people in, in the rock world as it is. Uh, he's a guy that I root for. Just I mean, all those guys were great. I was really looking forward. I mean, we've interviewed them on the on the at Rock and Pod. Very talented guys. I was underwhelmed with this record. I was really, I was hoping for something more. Um, you know, I just it's too bad. Uh, you know, but hey, uh, maybe the next one. But I will tell you on that end though, even though the album itself was, I'm in the same zone with you. You know, like it's maybe six or seven, eight songs or something. I think it's like eight that. total. Yeah. Eight total. Can't stop the train, though. One of my favorite songs of the year. Oh, right. They that even got me amped up more. It was like that first song they kicked out. I was like, "All right, this is going to be good." And then it was just, I don't know. Isn't there's a, it was okay. There's an unnecessary cover on there too, right? Uh, uh, yeah, they do a pretty good job with it. I can't think of what, who it is right off the top of my head, but uh, that's the problem. But uh, and also, I'll just mention on that too that I was on that end. You know, we saw them with uh, Gene Simmons and Ace back in the day. And the, I was actually really looking forward. One of the reasons I bought my ticket for this uh, Skid Row show coming up was Buck Cherry was definitely not an added value to me, <laughs> but they were, but they were, they were on it. But Rock, they were going to open, and now they're not in that tour anymore for whatever reason. It's 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 on my actual physical printed ticket, but uh, so hope they hope they uh, rebound. But um, yeah, next. Uh, and the, I'll just close, wrap up with one we already talked about, and that's the new Alice Cooper. Um, uh, the Ace record uh, we can talk about next year at this time because I guarantee that will uh, be a swing and a miss for me. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. That's it for you? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, we can touch on that Ace song sucks. 
Oh, you want to talk about that too? Why not? It's it's out. It's swinging a miss. Is the, the you mean the one that they has the video with all the ten thousand volts? I think okay. Ace thinks electricity and space are synonymous. I <laughs> look. I know you probably need some electricity. Electricity is everywhere, but uh, that's sure. kind of my point. Well, I think it's a pretty good trickster song. I don't. Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Like you said, like what's the measuring stick? Say the measuring well, stick. Well, yeah, again. my measuring stick is it's a bad song. I stack it up against a good song. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll, we'll do this next year, maybe. Do my speeding back to the baby test. Listen to the yeah, first okay. 10 seconds of this, and then listen to the next, the, the first 10 seconds of speeding back to my baby. And then come tell me why you want to listen to 10,000 volts again right after that. <laughs> Lying if you say yes, but anyway, uh, yeah. What the? Yeah, for a guy. What did I say? For a guy who can barely get on stage, this is pretty good. Bozo, stumbling buffoon. <laughs> stumbling buffoon. Yes. Stumbling sober buffoon. I'm gonna make yeah, get that right. Paul Stanley eat his words. Gene, yeah, fuck love, Christie uh, Alley without a rubber. <laughs> That's right. All I know is that I like also how he tried to uh, use the coattails of the end tour to release it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. End of the road. I think he released it like a week before. Whatever. So, and then how about this? Uh, you didn't mention them, but what was your thoughts on... Royal blood to be uh, addressed at a later point. Yeah. So okay. All right. And then one on my end that that I discovered through podcasting is a band called The Dust Coda, and I was really looking forward to their album this year, and that was a complete swing and a miss for me. Uh, the definition of a three or four good song album. But uh, check them out. Check out the Mojo Skyline. That is their previous album. Uh, much, much better album. But uh, hope that they rebound on the next one. Around summer onward, it seemed like there were so many releases that there are some that, that may not be on this show that please throw in the notes or whatever to let me know. Because there's one like from Aaron Jones, A-Y-R-O-N mm-hmm. Jones, that um, he put out a new album this year that I have not been able to really check out. But yeah, I like same some here. I didn't know music. that. Yep. So he, he put out an album that I haven't uh, had a chance to really dive into. I'll mention this too, that it's neither a near miss or a swing and a miss or whatever, is uh, Corey Taylor... Uh, I have listened to about half of the album, and I was and I wasn't really excited because I didn't wasn't really that into his first one. But uh, everything I've heard on this album, I've really liked. But I just haven't had a chance to really look at it as a whole album. What about you? Yeah, I've heard the whole record. It's an improvement beyond the the his first solo record. I will save my elaboration beyond that for the next episode. Cool. There's another tease. Come back next week again. That's right. In addition, there is a band. Have you heard of the name of this band? And then we can kind of wrap it up this episode. Maniskin. Have you heard of this band? Yeah, are you saying, I think it's Monoskin. Monoskin? Yeah. Manskin? <laughs> has an umlaut. I believe it has an umlaut. Or yeah, that's how I've heard it pronounced like on, on radio. Yeah, they, they have that one song that just drives me up the fucking wall. I'm begging, I'm begging you. 
So that's the one. That's the one that's being uh, played on your end. Okay. Yeah. That is well, I've a heard cover. a few of their songs, but that song just. I mean. Yeah. It's like. If you, this is a way to put a song out to make sure that Baco never wants to check you out. It's just like, yeah, that's <laughs> way to do it. So I didn't even know about this band, and I guess they've crept in. Like you said, you've heard them on the radio. My kids have, have, have mentioned them. And I look on Spotify, and it's one of those things that just blows your mind. How many times? 1.3 billion plays of yeah. that Began song. Well, they're big. I did not know them. They came out with an album this year. I got to tell you. Pretty fucking catchy. Okay. And and the bass player the, uh, plays with no shirt on with her tits out. Ooh, is that really true? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. That I don't know if up. it's an every gig thing, but I I know it happens. Okay then. Well, I'm gonna probably do an outro of I'll pick something off of of that album for the outro here. But uh, check them out. That that is overwhelming too. They put out an album that has 22 songs, and one of them is in Italian. Too much. What's the last Italian band you ever heard of that's a rock band? Seriously, ever? I don't know. Seems like a big enough place. Is that really? Okay, Firewind. Oh, uh, maybe they're Greece. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I mean. Where's where's Italy in the rock pantheon? That's my question. Seriously. It's in Southern Europe. uh, Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Looks, Looks like a boot. (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody we'll be back next week with our definitive top five and albums that almost made our top five so you want to get out of here yeah buddy let's go ruck's not dead it's doing pretty good for a buffoon who can barely get on stage Downtown, baby, if you wanna go, I'm gonna show you how this Italian amor is gonna love you harder than ever before you like it. We're gonna get sky high and create a new world where somebody might die, but nobody gets hurt. And if it sounds good for you, baby, just say the word you like You know, we didn't really talk about the intro. <laughs> I know. I'll intro you in, but I was just taken aback at like with this setup, our faces are right there. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little too much, a little close for comfort. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Hold on a why second. is it? Why is it that way? Well, there's different settings here. Let me try. Yeah, why well, don't you get the uh, not in go. my? That's much better. I don't need to be all, all up in your business. You've been by. Right. I haven't even waxed my eyebrows yet. Okay. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.